As a lump of salt thrown in water dissolves and cannot be taken out again, though wherever we taste the water it is salty, even so, beloved, the separate self dissolves in the sea of pure consciousness, infinite and immortal. Separateness arises from identifying the self with the body, which is made up of the elements. When this physical identification dissolves, there can be no more separate self. This is what I want to tell you, beloved. My tray. You are listening to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. Expand your mind and keep it love. Everything you hear in this episode is fair use, Creative Commons license. This is episode 165, and I'm your host, Miguel. Before we get into this episode, just a little housekeeping. I want to thank you guys for all the positive feedback, reaching out to me, giving me good feedback. Uh, It really means a lot to me. And I want to say that I just got some stickers out. They're four inches in diameter, stickers and magnets with my podcast logo on. So if if you like, just reach out to me, give me a ship to address, and I will get those out to you right away. They're pretty cool. And they look it's basically my same exact logo, but in a four-inch sticker that I ordered from Sticker Mule. And again, four-inch magnets. And they're 100% free. So just uh, drop the address and I'll ship them out. In addition to that, I'd like to direct you guys to my Instagram page, my IG page, and my IGTV, which is Alpha Male Buddhist. On there, I have what I call a repository of supreme knowledge. It's about 25 videos. Some are 15 minutes, uh, one or two are up to an hour. And it is really a fast track. You know, it'll save you a good amount of time because I've kind of aggregated through a lot of the content out there and put the meat and potatoes down there. Really get toward spirituality, but I have a lot of things on there. I have like a ghost dog, which is like urban samurai. I have the Upanishad, the Tao Te Ching, the Tao of Wu by Rizzer of the Wu-Tang Clan, the Art of War, Book of Five Rings. I have some re- uh, Terrence McKenna, Joe Rogan stuff on there. It's really solid. So go over to my Instagram page, which is Alpha Male Buddhist. Click the tab that says IGTV and enjoy some, some uh, good videos. You can listen to them or watch them. It's really spiritually elevating content that I have on there. So again, go check that out. And I always look forward to getting feedback from the listeners. So my email address is alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. This is going to be an episode that you do not want to listen to in 1.5 speed. I would suggest listening to it at normal speed because it's extremely dense and it has a lot of information that will slip by you if you're not paying attention to it. The subject matter, as I say, it's kind of like hyper-complex and hyper-simple at the same time. But the key element in that absorbing this knowledge is really focusing and paying attention. So that 1.5 speed, some people pick it up like that. I, I can do it, but yeah, let's get into the show. This is going to be a hyper-advanced episode where I'm going to be touching on some topics of exactly what's going on right now. During my time off, I've kind of shifted it into neutral And I've been focusing on uh, a few things that I've kind of neglected and things that I've been meaning to catch up on, you know, patching a little hole in the wall there and, you know, oiling a chain over there that needs lubrication and just different things disassociated from, you know, the everyday grind and the show and everything like that. And we all need, you know, to, to sit back once in a while and just like they say, smell the flowers. And 
one one of the things that I did do is I kind of just assimilated a lot of different things that I've learned in my life, people that I've listened to in different disciplines and stoicism and just everything, Eastern philosophy. And I've kind of tried to kind of aggregate it to the point where where I could bypass or kind of transcend a lot of the little nuts and bolts and just get to the meat and potatoes, meat and potatoes of what it's really all about. Okay. And that's what this episode is really going to focus on. And what I'm, what I'm going to present to you right now is pretty much what I've been ruminating over for like for the past few weeks. And there's three specific tools that I'll, I will be speaking about right now. And this is pretty much how it breaks down. The first tool I'm going to be discussing is something that I call the screen. The second tool that I'm going to be speaking about is what I call the hamster wheel, which is kind of self-explanatory. And the third is something I call the farm. And kind of related to if you saw the movie The Matrix, where they were where they had people like in farms and they were drawing and feeding off of their energy. So those are the three main elements that I'm going to be discussing in this episode. So here we go. The screen is simply your television screen, your smartphone screen, billboard as you see on the highway outside, or any device that prevents information to you. Information that's coming from the outside in. Not information that's already within you, but information that's on the outside of you, on your external, which the matrix system wants to download into you and they do it via the screen. And in essence, what it is, is the screen wants to convince you that you are this meat wagon, this avatar. Right here and now on this planet Earth in this existence is the beginning and the end of everything. It's a trick because they don't want you to understand the divine essence that you have within you. And they do not want you to find the path to true immortality to know who you actually are and your connection to all things. And that's where the other two tools come into place. And that is the hamster wheel and the farm. So as you can see, this is kind of where this is kind of going. The screen wants you to think that there are no consequences for your actions in this existence. They want you to think that you can, you know, as they say, I guess, Jay-Z and all that. And from Alistair Crowley, do as thou wilt that type of satanic thinking, veiled satanic thinking, because they do it in a way that's very tricky and very deceptive. Their main goal is to draw you away from the true path and from the divine and the right way of living. And they want to bring you into a existence of demoralization, consumption, and just being a power battery for this matrix system. As you know, right now, the highest, uh, most valued commodity are influencers and attention. People that get a lot of attention, a lot of downloads, they get paid more, they get listened to more. Look at Joe Rogan. I mean, he advertising on the show is ridiculously expensive because he's getting a lot of views and he's getting a lot of attention. And attention today is the currency that this matrix system runs on. They want your attention so they can drop these breadcrumbs to lead you away from the true path into the hamster wheel. And as you run on the hamster wheel, you're generating power and currency for them. They dangle a little carrot in front of you, a simulated carrot, to have you think that if I run fast enough on this hamster wheel, that I'll be able to get that carrot. 
And what the deception is, is it doesn't give you a chance to kind of stop for a second and poke your head out and realize that that's a plastic carrot or a plastic brand new car or a plastic iPhone 14. And I don't mean plastic in the way of real plastic. What I mean is it's simulated sense and desires gratification, which is really not the way to go. You know, it's it's fooling you and tricking you to draw you away from where your true place is, where your true happiness is. That's one of the reasons why we have such an opioid epidemic and drug abuse and crime and such, because people have been demoralized and drawn away from the true path, man. We're living in existence at the lowest chakra, for those of you who are familiar with the chakras, at the first base chakra, uh, which is basically animalistic. You know, it's like sex, violence, and self-preservation, you know. So that's something that we have to be really careful and realize what is being put upon us by the screen and what the screen is presenting to us. This matrix system wants your attention. They want you on the hamster wheel. They want you to pay your taxes. And they do not want you to pass goal and collect $200 for those of you who remember Monopoly. But this is where it's at. Just follow instructions. Put your M95 mask on. And then put your M96 mask over your M95 mask, rinse, wash, and repeat. And the next thing the system wants is it wants you to take this. I'm going to kind of veil some of my uh, wording because they're actually tracking podcasts and YouTube. As you can see, a lot of people are getting removed off social media. And there's a lot of stuff going on. And there's certain buzzwords. Literally, all the content that's put out, whether it's video podcasts or whatever, they transcribe it down into text and they have AI, artificial intelligence, scanning it for keywords. So I'm going to kind of augment, you know, some of the terminology so that, it, you know, they don't mess with this episode. I had one or two episodes, people, listeners advised me that they want to listen to an episode and it was either gone or they could listen to it on my site, but they couldn't repost it, which we all know what that's about. So... If you're, you know, read between the lines the way I mentioned things, but what's going on right now is they, that actionation for the virus, or as you know, the virus that's out, you know, causing all of this havoc for us, don't take it, man. That thing is going to modify your DNA, and a lot of people have gotten Bell's palsy, and a lot of people have just flat out died. It's actually not even an inoculation. We'll call it that, the inoculation. It's RNA altering compounds in there that will actually make you genetically like almost like GMO food. That's why Moderna, the company that does it, it's mod, M-O-D-R-E-N-A. So mod your RNA. And some people might think that's a conspiracy theory. The wording or the name might be, it just might be a coincidence. But the effects that it's having on people is not. This... It's really, really bad stuff. So that's just a heads up to all of you who are kind of waiting online to get that that uh, inoculation, as it were. I, I wouldn't get it, man. I really wouldn't get it. So the presentation that the screen is giving us is geared towards, as I said, getting on that hamster wheel, generating currency, power, and feeding off of the negative energy that they generate in us in order to herd us all into the into the farm like cattle. So we're batteries for this matrix system. Got to look very carefully and you got to pay close attention because 
It's so subtle the way they do it, and it's so gradual. Again, I'm a little bit of an older guy, so I, I remember. It's funny. I was looking at the Little Rascals and the Three Stooges and some of those old shows from the 60s. And it's funny, but I, I, I'm beginning to see the, the screen's presentation even back then in a very, very subtle way. Up until today where it's just totally in your face. You know, if you look at the Super Bowl halftimes, if you look at the shows they have out there. Uh, again, I don't want to sound like a boomer, but this is some very, very serious stuff that you have to start looking. Look at, look at where we are right now, you know. And not just in the United States of America, but it's the whole planet right now. They want to subject us to this, to be, uh, to be at the level of cattle on their farm, and just keep chasing your tail like the Ouroboros chases its tail, that symbol of the snake in a circle eating its own tail upon itself. Just like that, they want you on that hamster wheel where you never get anywhere and you don't get to look within yourself. To put it real succinctly, one of the epiphanies that I had was. <clears throat> There's a, there's a huge pursuit where, where people are trying to read this book and watch that video and meditate in this position facing the sun and contemplating the navel to get them to, to reach that self-realization. But what you need to understand is they're putting all of this dark magic on us because that's basically what it is to indoctrinate us. But for us to reverse that indoctrination and become self-realized, self-actualized, there's nothing outside of ourselves that we need. We don't need anything from that. We just need to discover or blow the dust off of the divinity that we already have within us. And that's the important thing that you have to realize. As long as you're on that hamster wheel running, you're not, you're not going to be able to look within because you have to look at each step that you're taking as you run. Because if you slow down, you're going to get kicked right off that wheel, penalized, put back on the wheel to chase that same plastic carrot. Or that new car, or that new iPhone 28, or whatever's out right now, iPhone 14. Because you really need that phone, don't you? It's going gonna, it's gonna to make your phone calls better, and it's got, what, five cameras on it? Five camera lenses? Un unbelievable, man. It's really, really unbelievable. None of that is really going to make you happy or fulfilled, because it's material. People are living to gratify their senses. And to avoid, you know, the system is doing everything... To, to keep us from discovering this within us. Because the minute that we do, the whole world will change, you know, because people will all be able to really unite in love and understanding and start taking the steps we need to take to make this a glorious world as, 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 as God intended it to be. But again, they're doing everything they can to keep us on that hamster wheel and paying those taxes. So now that leads me to the, that was the screen with the presentation that the system wants to put in us from the outside. The second tool that we're gonna go into, and I just kind of touched on it, is the hamster wheel. Picture an actual hand crank generator, like from the old school days, where you kind of crank it, or the little portable flashlights that you crank it, and it generates current and it illuminates the, the, the bulb in the flashlight so you can see. Well, picture that same type of generator, except in the form of this hamster wheel, right? Understand that the people that run this world, they honestly, they do no work. They present themselves as being ultra superior to us and we're just a bunch of dummies and we have no idea of how this inoculation is going to save the world and how Bill Gates is, you know, the second coming of Jesus Christ. They, they're doing everything that they can to keep us away from that 
understanding and that knowledge. That carrot, that brand new car, that brand new phone, that bigger house, those $300 sneakers are all illusionary. They're all Maya. And something to be avoided at all costs because people that are barely scraping by, especially in the inner city, and I kind of understand that a lot of these kids, they, they come from really underprivileged situations. And I mean kids from all races, black, white, Spanish, everybody these days. And the way that the screen tells them to portray themselves and to be happy or, or to elevate themselves to where they're happy is by getting this very pair of sneakers, which are $300 or this watch or whatever, and they don't have the money. So all they see on the screen, again, like if you go on YouTube, you see these rappers and these people doing these Instagram lives where it's like all twerking. And again, I'm not against any one little thing sounding like an old man or a boomer, but follow me on this one. They go and they're listening to the, this trap music that's coming out, this drill music, especially like in Brooklyn and in, in, in Detroit and Chicago, this drill music. And it's basically the focus of that drill music is to murder. You know, you see them with stacks of money holding it up to the head like it's a, it's a phone. And this kid is looking to himself and they really, for a large part, they don't have a father figure in their life. The educational system has failed us all. And, and for that, look up John Telegato. He put out a couple of books on that, the educational system of the United States of America. Look up John Telegato. He gets into the whole education system. But these young men, these young people are, are looking for guidance, looking for directions and role models. So they go on YouTube and they see the coolest guy on the block or the coolest guy on YouTube getting the 30 million views, pop smoke type stuff. And I'm going to admit the music is very catchy, you know, but listen to it carefully and see the results of it, what's what's happening right now. So they say to themselves, yo, I want to be like that guy. And obviously the only way to, to, you know, to get there is going to be through committing crimes and selling drugs so that they can, you know, be placed in this uh, uh, prison industrial complex for profit uh, for shares of stock that are traded on Wall Street. But, you know, my people, we don't see that. We just see... The end result, we see the hamster wheel that they have us running on, you know, for, for this illusionary gratification of our senses, man. You need to have a really good understanding of that because as complex as this whole blueprint mechanism, repressive system is, as complicated as it is, it's equally as simple to get out of it. Whenever you have mega complication, there's a lot of fluff and there's things in there that you can breeze by if you have the right perspective, all right? Break it down to its smallest components. The things that are going to help you, you keep. The things that are going to hurt you, you put out of your life. Look within and be very, very careful of what the screen is presenting to you. So now the third uh, tool that the system has, the control matrix system has for us, is what I call the farm. And again, the best way I can describe the farm is if you saw the movie The Matrix, it's those chambers where they had people in these incubators and this gel or whatever, and they would be plugged into this system where their essence and their energy was downloaded to power the system. Okay, you might have a guy that, and and it begins to touch on this Elon Musk neural plant, neural implants, where a person might not know karate but they can get plugged into the matrix and they'll be a black belt like instantly. And what they're alluding to 
in this. They're actually, it's a, it's actually, they're actually giving us some truth there because this is the direction that they're going in. This Elon Musk, uh, Neuralink, transhumanism, cryonics. I think Walt Disney started that where he froze his body 500 degrees below zero so that he could be thought out and, you know, have a, a new brain or new consciousness downloaded into him. But the thing that they're neglecting to see is you can't download consciousness because your consciousness is not yours. Your consciousness is the one. It's the consciousness that we all share together uh, as humans, as entities here, and with the, the Supreme God. You know, it's one consciousness, so no one owns it. And that's where the whole meat wagon comes in, the meat wagon avatar, because upon our death, we decay back to the ground, to the ashes, and, and our body's gone, but our consciousness continues on. So you can't, you know, you can't download your consciousness into a new avatar or anything like that. That's why they're trying to avoid these these elites. They're trying to avoid the bad karma, the death and destruction, that death and destruction for profit that they put out there. So what they want to do is they want to try to avoid death, the death process. Uh, and they want to get down. They want to stay here on Earth and get downloaded into a new uh, a new body. Keep going like Rockefeller and all these guys. They, they've had like five or six five or six um, heart surgeries. Look at look at how old George, Sor look at him. He looks like a, a sack of potatoes, man. The guy, you know, and there's nothing wrong with being old, but I'm just saying though, the guy, he, you know, he just doesn't want to let go. And there's a reason for that because he, deep down inside, he knows he's going to have to pay that karmic debt that he accumulated here on this planet. And again, the death and destruction and the wars for profit. They know that. And part of the reason they know that, this is going to be kind of weird, but when I say that we're all one, that includes them, okay? They're, they are actually like, let's say, Soros. He, he's my shadow. He's the dark side, okay? And a lot of people, they, oh, he's demonic. Yes, he is, but he's choosing to go down that path, right? When, when God put Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, he, it was duality right there. You have the tree of eternal life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and he, did, he only said to them, he goes, of all of the trees in this garden you could eat except for the tree that's in the midst of the garden. And that's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So Adam and Eve chose to eat from that tree and the eyes were open and they saw good from evil. But understand one thing, the devil didn't create evil. He chose evil. Everything comes from God. And he puts it there because he doesn't want us like, and I repeat this all the time, but it's a very important point. He doesn't want little uh, robots to follow him. He wants you to choose to follow him. And that has a lot to do with you growing spiritually in this life and connecting with everything. Because looking, looking at George Soros and Bill Gates and these monsters, these war criminals, they, we are all of the same one divinity, of the same Again, they, they chose to stray away from that, and that's a choice that they made. But as a result of them being actually, even though there are shadow, there are dark shadow, innately within themselves, they know that they're wrong, and they know they're going to have to face those consequences. They know it inside. They try to deny it, but science is not going to save the rest. You know, they're going to they're going to face that karmic debt that they've they've ran up here on this earth, for sure. 
these elites they actually feed off our negative energy they feed off of it that's why do you think they put somebody like uh, joe biden in office the guy is completely incompetent it's so obvious that he's incompetent just he can't even speak it's funny but my wife uh, showed me something from instagram and it was a bowl of alphabet soup and it said uh you know here's a quote from joe biden and then it showed a picture of alphabet soup it took me a second to get it but they do that for a reason and the screen, what the screen is presenting to us is something that is going to throw us into a state of confusion and a state of detachment and a state of wonder, like, what the hell, how is this guy going to be? And I'm not a pro-Trump guy, rah, rah, rah. I'm, I don't pick a party. You know, like Bill Hicks said, there's only two parties and they're both controlled by the same puppet strings, you know? They, they really want to drive us nuts, man, with everything that they're doing. And it's actually coming out in the open right now where you can literally see. And I'm telling you, he's, that's really the metaphor, the allegory of it all. Is of take, just take a look at Joe Biden. You know, what he, when he uh, comes on the Super Bowl, his wife is doing all the speaking for him because he can't. And, he, and he's our president? Really? I mean, I think we can do a little bit better than that. But it's all aimed at getting us angry and feeding off of that energy so that we feel hopeless. Why? Because we're looking for the solutions outside of ourselves. And that's that's not really the direction, man. That's something that they have control over. Stoicism dictates focus on the things that you have control over and don't waste energy on the things that you can't. A lot of people, they just sit here, oh, Joe Biden and all this and all the masks and all that, which is really horrific. I, I agree with that. But don't obsess over it because, again, it's pulling your attention away uh, from where you it's breadcrumbs these are all breadcrumbs that the that they're putting out for you to follow so you end up chasing your tail like a dog chasing his tail or like the Ouroboros with the end result of you back to where you started from scratching your head paying your taxes and running on that hamster wheel the screen provides to us this illusionary presentation in layers and in the beginning you can only perceive or see the top layer and you won't be able to see layer two, three, four, five. It's just endless layers, but you will not be able to see any of the layers. You'll only be able to see the top layer that the screen is presenting to you until you're able to figure out the illusion of that first layer, top layer, and then you'll be able to see the second layer and the third layer. But there's no way that you're going to go from layer one to layer five without going to layer two, three, and four, right? This is, this is the presentation that the screen is putting out there for us. And that's why, again, it's like chasing your own tail because you, by the time you put out this one little fire or panic, you know, there's another one popping up on the other side and now you're worried about the mask and you're worried about the president and you're worried about the price of bread and it's never ending, man. And it's layer upon layer upon layer, layers of reality, as Carlos Castaneda would say, perceiving the layers of reality. So at layer one of this illusionary presentation brought to us by the screen is CNN, Fox News, Wolf Blitzer, The War Room, Rachel Maddow Show, Don Lemonhead on CNN, who hates everybody, hates himself, I'm sure, the NBA, the NFL, the NHL, MMA, all that stuff. Even the MMA, I used to watch that, but the, the, those fights are all fixed. And one of the reasons why I like the, the UFC and such is because um, the realness of it, and, and I do believe a while back it was, it was real, but I don't know, a few years back it just became when, when Conor McGregor knocked out, and I got none against McGregor, I did an episode on it, but when he knocked out Jose Aldo, 
the, the, just the way it went down, if you check it on YouTube, you'll see it. But that, even that was fixed. And this is the top layer of, of the screen presentation. You need to be able to get past CNN and Fox News in order to see all subsequent layers. These often fall under the category of like conspiracies where, where people, they're in that sheep level, but they're beginning to question different things and they want to get out of it. So the first step that they take, they'll, they'll see a little tidbit of information here, a little tidbit of information there. And again, they're left just to question everything because they, their soul is not fed and they're not edified. They, they're not getting any truth. You know, they're thirsty for truth. And they're scratching their head and they're in a state of suffering. And here's a classic example of that top layer uh, that the screen is presenting to us. And it's the Big Bang Theory. What the Big Bang Theory states is that the beginning of our whole existence, the beginning of everything, in the beginning there was nothing, everything was just a void or a vacuum, which if you do your research, in nature, nature abhors a void or a vacuum, it does not exist in nature, it just doesn't. So what, what the screen is presenting to us is, in the beginning there was nothing, and that all of matter and this whole universe was condensed and compressed down to a single point the size of an atom. And as a result, whatever took place or whatever happened, this atom exploded and it formed the universe. Are, are you kidding me? I mean, the first law of thermodynamics states that you cannot get something from nothing. You'd have to be really stupid to believe that the whole, un not galaxy, but the whole universe, everything in existence, universes, Alpha Centauri, all that, all of that matter was compressed down to uh, a point that's to the size of an atom. You, you must think we're stupid. And the rationale or the logic or the theory that they have to support this, this claim is that as of right now, the universe is expanding and is continuing to expand. So is uh, the popcorn that I put in the microwave. It's expanding. I'm getting ready to finish it off in a minute. They must, they must think people are stupid. But this is the job of the screen. Again, breadcrumbs to take you away from the truth and take you away from realizing who you actually are and what you have within you innately. They'll do anything possible to get you away from that and to keep you on that wheel running and focusing and paying attention to them. Running on that hamster wheel, just being good cattle on the farm. Be a good little boy. And don't question anything because if, if you do question anything, you're, you're a kook. They'll say, what are you, crazy? This is the, the presentation from the screen. I gotta, I gotta do what they say. I gotta get that plastic carrot. I gotta get that iPhone 12. So it goes kind of like this. You know, you have a, a, a little kid and his dad and they're watching television. And the kid, you know, is five years old. He has a bunch of questions. And he says, Dad, where do we come from? Where does the universe come from? Well, son, you know, the universe all come from the Big Bang. And he goes, what's the Big Bang? Because, well, you know, at one point in time, there was nothing, and then there was an atom, and it exploded, and it created the whole universe. And then the kid is going to sit back and look at his dad and say, this guy must be crazy. What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> Everything came from... And that doesn't even make sense to anybody. Then the kid says, Daddy, who's God? And the dad looks down at son and goes, well, God is Jeff Bezos. But don't worry, son. You'll learn more when you go through 12 years of... Uh, brainwash, indoctrination, demoralization, school, and one day you'll end up working for your God, which is Jeff Bezos. 
and I say your God because you're damn sure you're my God. Now as far as uh, this talk today, I can only give you the building blocks, the mechanics, the blueprints of how the system works because it requires pattern recognition and abstract thinking outside of the box and looking within yourself. In addition, if you want to go deeper into understanding this cattle matrix, you need to have the ability to hold two opposing concepts simultaneously in your mind without conflicting the two. I'll say that again. To, under to really comprehend this, or the real meaning of life, you need to be able to hold two opposing views simultaneously at the same time. Like, in other words, that wall is green, that wall is red. You need to be able to hold, metaphorically, you need to be able to hold on to those two concepts in your head simultaneously without getting conflicted over it. By doing that, your mind is wide open for what is out there so that you can assimilate all of these different things. You know, it's kind of like the whole metaphor that um, sometimes the, the, not sometimes, but most of the time, the solution to a problem is c contained within the problem itself. And I use the metaphor of a locked cylinder. You have a, a cylinder on a door and you put the key in, you turn it and, the, and it unlocks the cylinder. The door opens up. But within the cylinder is an image of the key, right? Which is the problem and the solution. The problem is the cylinder and the solution is the key to open it. But within the problem, which is the cylinder, is the image of the key which opens it. Which is kind of like why you need to be able to hold two opposing views because one view opposing the other view, if managed properly, can give you the 100 exact percent solution that you need the actual true solution to that whatever issue you're looking at or problem you're looking at present that the screen is presenting to you. Some of the people that I recommend you listen to on YouTube or well, these are pretty much on YouTube are people like Alan Watts, Terence McKenna, Frederick Nietzsche, Carl Jung, uh, Jesus. And I suggest getting a red letter edition of the Bible. And in the New Testament, all of the words you see in red letter is are Jesus's words directly. So that I highly recommend uh, reading the Upanishads, the Bhagavad Gita, the Tao Te Ching, Book of Five Rings. Also very interesting, uh, and I've listened to him since I was a teenager, and his name is A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Brahmapad, and he's the guy that started the Hare Krishnas. Now I'm going to kind of reserve some of my opinions on some of the Hare Krishna movement stuff because like in all things in all religions, you get some people that give it a black eye and use it for their own benefit and their own gain. A lot of these guru type people. And, you know, you see that. I think the guy that started um, that hot yoga practice, I think he was like, you know, abusing some of his students and just doing some real criminal, disgusting type stuff. So you have to be careful with some of these guru types that know everything. But when I listen to, to, to A.C. Bhaktivedanta Brabopad, and the recordings are usually pretty bad because they're from the 60s and the early 60s. But the dude nails it, man. Like, he, he, he has a true understanding of it. And they have a lot of books out there also. Like, when you see these Hare Krishna uh, representatives or people practicing it, you know, they, they're selling books. A lot of times they'll even give it to you, but it's nice to give them a little donation. You know, again, proceed with caution because a lot of times they try to bring you, in, bring, bring you into their presentation. You know, like, their, their own screen's presentation, but... Keep your own presentation because anything external is has to be scrutinized very, very carefully. Now I want to move on to another topic, which is 
is me acknowledging Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. They're under the, many people are they get turned off to that because they're under the impression that if they're sitting home and let's say they decide to either follow Jesus or one of the main religions on uh, in the world <clears throat> that they'll start following let's say Jesus and they'll be on Instagram and something pops up and they'll watch a few twerking videos and they feel that uh, now that they've done that they're going to burn eternally in hell and you know brimstone and all that stuff and there's nothing can be further from the truth. Because the first thing that you have to understand, and I'll be specific with Christianity and Jesus, is this. Jesus is the lamb slain from the foundations of the earth, and he died for our sins. He shed his blood for our sins. That's why he's the lamb of God. Because back in those days, you used to have a sacrifice in order, like a lamb or a chicken or a pigeon or whatever for your sins. An atonement to God. But Jesus is the lamb of God. And... They feel that, you know, if, if they stray off, if let's say they smoke a joint or, and I don't want people to relapse. I know a lot of people that are recovering, they listen to this podcast. So I don't want to throw you guys into a bad loop over there. But if they do the slightest little thing, if they, uh, you know, curse or get angry or have an argument or whatever, whatever it might be, that they're going to burn eternally hung. Again, nothing is further from the truth because of the fact that God is a loving God. And and it's basically that simple. I mean, the thing is, you just want to be moving forward every day. There's going to be times that you slide back or you do something wrong or there's people that, you know, they run into bad situations and, you know, it's rough. But the devil wants you to say that, you know what, uh, Jesus did not die for my sins and such. So, you know what, why bother following him and everything like that? But nothing is further from the truth. He's a loving God. And something that, you know, you don't have to throw the whole armor of God and do all that, you know, Bible thumping. Just look into it, read his words and see what he's about, you know. You know, people follow him to varying degrees, but it's very important. It's it's another thing that's really funny is, again, I come from, you know, Puerto Rico, from Brooklyn. And in my culture, we have this thing that's called Santeria, or as you guys say, Santeria. Which gets real creepy because it's Satanism. And then you'll have a person and they'll say, oh, I'm afraid because this one me tiró un trabajo. You know, she did something to me. And, you know, the, the, you know, does the table have three legs or four legs? You know, all this craziness. And the fear is that they, ha- they think that this person has power over them. Well, you know what? If you're in that realm, then they do because you guys are representing each other. And you've decided that you have the capability to defend yourself against all of these dark powers because they do exist. Okay. Now, the minute they're in that situation, they basically kind of lose their minds and they go to the botanica and they start buying chicken feed and stuff, and which they don't need any of that. They need the blood of Jesus Christ. He's more powerful than anything, okay? Period. I'm going to leave it just like that. And in the end times, I do believe that we're in the end times right now. You need to take a close look at that, okay? And understand it. It's, it's so funny that... These, these people today, they'll, they'll play around with Ouija boards and Wicca and all these different kind of things like that. And astrology and tarot cards, not in Aleister Crowley and all those kind of teachings and Madame Blavatsky. And even to some degree that Hermeticism, you know, that Hermeticism in the beginning, it's really, really interesting and everything. And some of the principles are really sound. But as you take one step further into it, it's basically demonic. You know, they have that goat thing. I forget, Baphomet, I guess it is. It's a male and a female and has horns and crazy shit, you know? 
But back to my point, they, the people, you know, they, they're going to try to defend themselves and everything like that. And what God ends up doing is he looks and says, oh, so you know how to handle, how to fight these dark powers and these dark forces and you're able to do something against this? You know what? You're on your own. Go, go play with your, with your uh, Ouija board and go do, do what you got to do. And inevitably, talk to some of these people that really follow that stuff and see how they're really living and how their life is. And it's just a total case of solipsism or love of self and only self and a total disconnection from the Supreme God. And you know, if you're Muslim, if you're Jewish or whatever faith you follow, follow it, look into it, have a good understanding of it because religion, actually I shouldn't use the word religion because the word, the etymology of the word religion means to tie or bind up, to control. So I don't believe in religion, I believe in God and I have my direct one-on-one -on -one relationship with the divine, with God. Look into it, man. Look into it and, and, and see if it has a really good impact on your life, you know. And I'll put it in another way. A couple of years back, actually many years back, I was waking up in the morning, <clears throat> woke up in the morning, and I'm listening, and I could hear a bird singing, but I said to myself, wait a minute, how many birds are out there? Because, you know, each bird have, has their own distinct song that they sing and they chirps with the, the little melodies that they do it's beautiful in rhythm and everything and i said to myself well, wait a minute I, I, i'm hearing like eight different kind of songs different birds and i go out and it's what they call a mockingbird and he's out there and it, it just blew me away how beautiful the sun was and i said to myself you know that doesn't come from a primordial soup and that doesn't come from non-intelligence or randomness that's divine intelligence Beautiful, beautiful. I'm going to do the best that I can to have this episode 165 to make an IGTV video for it so I can have some uh, video to go along with this. I'm going to do my best to get that done so you guys might want to check out my IGTV. You know, keep your head tight. Just be aware of the screen and its presentation and its false illusionary presentation. Have an understanding of what is real, the unity of all of us and the love of God. I do want to thank you for listening, and namaste.
Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. I like to cover topics from ancient history, great leaders and generals from the past, and I also like to talk about self-realization, truth, critical thinking, and strategic spirituality. Outside the box, nonconformist. I'm here to shatter the myths of the mainstream media and the beta sheeple narrative. My email address is alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. My website is alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com. My Instagram is alphamalebuddhist. And check out my YouTube channel, Alpha Male Buddhist, and that's on YouTube. It is the podcast accompanied with video clips that integrate exactly with the podcast, so it's motivational and inspirational. I also have promotional t-shirts. If you go to my website, alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com, you can see the promotional t-shirts there. Reach out to me. Also, if you have any show notes or any suggestions that you would like to hear on the podcast, just reach out and see if I can get that done. I've been getting some really 
great emails and feedback from my listeners, which is great. So I want to thank you for listening. And namaste.